Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And good evening, good evening, good evening. I am Richard the Razor Ewing, and this is yet another evening where you have to have your game face on if you want to be here. So before we get started, as you know, I always got to have my question. So my first question is, if you're trying to figure out how to get refund for presidential inaugural tickets from the plane tickets you bought, you are on the wrong podcast. Now, if you're trying to figure out which COVID-19 vaccine to take, you are on the wrong podcast. But if you want insight in the sports, in the San Francisco Bay Area, you just put your game face on. And if you want insight in sports on a national level, you just put your game face on. As I said before, I am Richard DeRay's Ewing with my co-host, Matt, the wise man wise. Matt, how's it going, man? Hey, my brother Richard, how you doing? I'm uh, I'm back, baby. I'm here. Uh, okay. Okay. Thanks so much. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been hearing about that all day. Different uh, stuff. It was more not so you know jovial as, as before. I think COVID nineteen got something to do with that. Um, but you got to admit we had an interesting weekend because the NFL came out and man, if you are a football fan, you were you were not left in the lurch. I mean, these are some great games. Um, I want to talk about the Tampa Bay game because you had what they call the game of the ages. You had Tom Brady, 43 years old, and then you had Drew Brees, who's, I don't know, probably 45, I think. But my point being, both of these guys are the ages wonders of the NFL. They both put up, you know, just superior numbers when you look at both their careers. Now, obviously, the better end has been coming out with Brady because this was his 14th. AFC divisional title game. And you look at everything that he's been able to accomplish up to this point. And the real question is that you have to ask yourself is, or what everybody's been asking, you know, who's going to fare better now that he's no longer in New England? Is it going to be Belichick or is it going to be Brady? What did you see? Well, I, I think we have the answer. Look, uh, look who took it farther into the playoffs. I mean, you got Tom Brady. Um, I mean, again, you had you had the matchup of the ageless wonders. You had the matchup of the future Hall of Famers. You had the matchup of the elite quarterbacks of a de- of of a near decade plus. Yeah. Um. And and then you see see what these guys did um, at an elite level. I mean, Tom Brady's stats aren't going to blow you away. I think he had close under 200 yards passing, 199 yards passing. He had two touchdowns. But you know what he did? He made all the plays when he needed to make them. He made all the throws when he needed to make them. And I'm telling you, uh, that man has got a Bay Area boy, but that man has got some some twinkle toes in the in the pocket and can move in a pocket without having to move outside the pocket. So we see who won. It's Brady. Yeah. yeah. One nothing. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing, too, is you have to admit is that 
you start to realize is that he, he's a very adaptable quarterback as well. I mean, when you watch him throughout the years and he's been, you know, under, you know, Belichick's direction and Belichick has had him all the time inside the pocket. So he leaves New England, goes to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay says, oh, no, you know what? We need you to also be mobile, too. And he does that. He actually ran for a touchdown. So, I mean, it, it does help you to appreciate you're absolutely correct. Obviously, Brady is the guy, but there are a lot of people out there that still just love Drew Brees just simply because of everything that he has been to the league. You watched the sham job he got when he was in San Diego. They let him go. Everybody was thinking, man, how could they do that to the guy? The guy was because he was putting up big numbers when he was with, when he was with San Diego. He goes to New Orleans and just becomes what he becomes. But you're right. When you get to that age and you've been playing that long, I think a lot of that does kind of weigh on you a bit. Because you're right. Because same thing that you said about Brady is the same thing about about Drew Brees. Brees didn't have a great game. You know, he only threw for 134 yards. Uh, I think he had a touchdown and he also had a, a couple of picks. I think. Three picks, three picks. Yeah, yeah three hey, picks. Hey, so, so hey, let's not gloss over the fact that you said Tom Brady ran for a touchdown. It was a two-yard quarterback sneak. But, yes, he did run for a touchdown. But, I mean, this man's not getting outside the pocket to make extend plays and to get, you know, 20-yard pickups for a touchdown. You're correct. Yeah. But, but I will say this much. Yeah, but I will say this much. I had to bring it up because he's never done it before. Okay, so – you know? It's not in his repertoire every game. I'll tell you that. I mean, no. he's not he's not going to kill you on the ground and kill you in the air, Tom Brady. No, no, no. For sure not going to do that. Uh, Drew Brees, I mean, it's tough. Um, both these quarterbacks. I mean, you, you watch two men like this compete at this level. It's the reason why you fall in love with sports. Right. It's guys like this, guys that play the game at the highest level, and they do it with the highest, uh, you know, quality, highest level of character that you can ask for um in our athletes it reminds me growing up my man was jerry rice you know he's the reason why i fell in love with athletics he's the reason why i fell in love with sports but it was his dedication to the game it was what he put into it that man was the hardest working receiver in the game and it's it's no reason that he is considered the goat the greatest of all time and and you have two quarterbacks here that that really i mean great careers you can't be mad at any any of those numbers, um, but but Drew Brees, you can definitely see um, he's t- he's having a hard time making those those outside throws. Yeah, but in, and to your point, you, you talked about you talked about dedication. You know, you talked about guys that you know went out and they left it all out there on the field every single game, and that's what you find in these two quarterbacks. You found guys that are really what I would say would be the creme de la creme of the NFL. And really the guys you watch, and for those new guys coming in, it's like, hey, you know what? If you want to be at that level, this is what it's going to take. And I look at Drew Brees. I look at everything he's accomplished, everything he's done. Definitely first, first ballot Hall of Famer, okay? No question about that. Definitely, and we, we already know Tom Brees going in. They already got a seat set for him. But I'm just saying, when I look at Brees as a whole, and I saw that game, I think after his performance, I think that may have been – the 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 dagger, if you will, to make him say, you know what, it's time to hang it up. I think he, I think he saw that game, he saw his performance. You know, he he basically, as he was walking out, you know, of the game, uh, he held his head high, and he had reason to because when you have an illustrious career like this guy, you have no reason to feel bad about losing the game like that. And he's coming out, and what does he do? He blows kisses to his wife and to his kids. But the thing that was significant that he did too was that as he was going out of the tunnel. He kind of stopped 
turned around and, and looked one last time. And I think that was enough to make us say, okay, you know what? I think he's going to retire. I think, you know, and, and Jay Glazier from ESPN even reported that even before the game that, right. he, that he thought that he might be retiring after this game. And then there was reports that I heard about on the radio this morning that, that Drew Brees and his entire family, his boys, his wife, were just out on the field after the game, just soaking up the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they were there so long that they shut the lights out on them. Um, and Uh-oh. so, uh, you know, I tip my cap to Drew Brees for a, an incredible career. If this is the end, if this isn't, I, you know, I'll be rooting for him. Um, I, maybe he'll have a rebound year right next year, but you know, whatever Drew Brees wants to do, he definitely deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the thing when it really comes down to it, you got to ask yourself, you know, how do you want to end your career? You know, do you want to end your career, you know, on, on, on your own terms, you know, or do you want to, do you want to fight for something? that you've already achieved, you know? And I think that that's the key point of answer to those two. Age I mean, will get I was, you. Hey, age will get you. I learned that this year. I tried yeah. to play soccer with my son out, outside and I, a move I've done my entire life, I tried to do, and I, I ate it, I ate it hard, and I ended up breaking my toe. So age will get you, yeah. anybody, anybody and everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's an age-old proverb in sports, and the greatest of all time is father time. <laughs> that's right. undefeated right. and undefeated, undefeated as well that's right he, you're not gonna be father time okay what you think you are okay but you know you look at that game look at everything that was going on you know uh alan kamar had a pretty decent game but i think at the end of the day the the the, the uh the running game for tampa was solid um the receivers were putting up some pretty good numbers didn't didn't see a lot from uh is it Evans, Mike Evans? Mike Evans. He's been injured. Uh, we okay. have to remember he has been injured. He's been hobbled. So he, I mean, he's getting, uh, he's not getting a lot of snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but no, he has not, uh, he has not looked great. And now going into next week's game, I looked at the, uh, the injury, uh, the injury list and, and Antonio Brown's questionable on the, on the injury list. So um, he, he didn't play well either. He didn't play well. He only had what one catch. He had three targets and he had one catch, I think. I'm looking right now. Antonio Brown, he had one reception, 10 yards. He had yeah. two targets. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, he wasn't had, getting looks. He didn't look good. Somebody didn't look good. Mike Evans, one reception, good. three yards. Uh, yeah. He's at three, three looks. Um, so, he's getting the targets, but um, he's injured. So, so, that's not looking good for Tampa Bay going into a very, very, very good Green Bay uh, team and I hate to say it I'm not a Green Bay fan but man they are they are firing on all cylinders the last five games they got wins in the last five games um if if Tom Brady doesn't have any weapons at receiver listen I'm not going to count Tom out because he can make a lot happen with a lot less but that's going to be interesting to see that Tampa Bay uh, Green Bay game that honestly that's that's my must-see game uh, to see and to see both those quarterbacks yeah, I tell you something, and I, I'm not a I'm not a Green Bay fan. Never really been a Green Bay fan, and to be honest, I'm not a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. And I, you know, why? Just, just, just his attitude. You know, when he didn't get selected by the Niners, it's like, dude, really? You're gonna take it personal because you didn't get selected by the team you wanted to go to? Man, at the end of the day, dude, you know, you're a professional. You don't, you don't, you don't, you know, uh, uh, cow and curry like that. You, you're supposed to. You know, stand up, be a man and say, okay, fine. You know, let's go to, I'm going to Green Bay and I'll play. 
and let it go, man. He he still brings it up to this day, you know. I, and you know what? I, you know what? Uh, I love it because. And you know what happened? You know what the Green Bay did last year during the draft? They drafted a quarterback, mm-hmm. and and you know Aaron Rodgers. I, you know he didn't say a ton about it, but but that's but that's what makes greatness is is that chip on your shoulder, that chip that you know that the Niners. Hey, they didn't draft me, and now he's had a chip all year that they drafted a quarterback that they think is going to replace him. And he's like, nah, I got tons of football left. And you know what? He's got tons of football left. He's got a, a lot of, a lot of parts around him, a lot of pieces around him. And he's, they've got a good defense. Um, well, I'll tell you something really, when it comes down to it, I think you're right. In all those areas, I think green Bay, in my opinion, should be the superior team in this matchup. As a matter of fact, I look for them to win at least by 13 points. Um, and the other reason why is because, they're going to be playing in the ice bowl, okay, because Tampa Bay is not good playing in severe cold, and that's what they're going to be dealing with when they go to Green Bay. Um, I want to talk about the other game, and that is the Kansas City game and the Browns, which to a certain degree I always felt like in that game I saw Higgins with the catch. And let me ask you, what was your take on the helmet-to-helmet hit? That that you that you're trying to get that out of the game, you got to call that. You got. I mean, that's a that's a change of possession. That because now it's a touchback. So if it's a fumble, it's a change of possession. That's got to be challenged. It's got to be challenged by the booth. Then they look at it and they go, man, that's head to head. I mean, that's severe head to head contact at the goal line. It causes a fumble that goes out of the end zone, whether you like the touchback rule or not um that's I mean that's got to be fixed and that was a huge huge momentum swing in that game yes it was however you still have to consider that one of the reasons why they didn't review it is because the rule states that they cannot review okay a a what do they call it a uh fumble out of the end zone yeah they cannot review that that's the rule now, I don't, I personally myself, I don't agree. I think you should be able to review it because, like you said, that was a momentum swinger. That was the one where, hey, and, and you almost, you almost wanted Higgins to just take the hit and get knocked out of bounds with the ball in his hand because if he does, now you're looking at first and 10 on the one yard line and the Browns got a chance to score. But instead, the touchback happens, they turn over the ball. I mean, if I was Higgins, I, I would have, I probably would have went and got the Academy Award for acting. I'd have got up going, oh, we'll get the head. And, you know, and then, they would, then that probably would have made them do it. You know what I'm saying? Because then at that point, it's like, hey, we're having to give this guy concussion protocol. Then, you know, uh-uh. You know what I mean? And then at that point, referee would have to relook at that and say, well, man, he got, obviously the, the helmet-to-helmet hit must have did something. You know, that's where I, and you know, what do we know? We know in the NBA, they, what do you got? You got the flop. You know, you got all these other things that you do you know, to intimidate, you know, the swing of how a call could be made. I think if Higgins does that, it's like all of a sudden, mm, okay, the referee starts looking, thinking, well, you know what? We know this ain't reviewable, but let's take a look at it again. You know what I mean? But he didn't do that. But see, and uh, but then on the other hand, a lot of guys, I'm, I can imagine a lot of guys don't want to do that. Once they start drawing attention to their head, now they got to go into to concussion protocol. And whether they have it or not, they can miss snaps. They can miss important plays. Um, you know, they're off the field. They're not helping their team. So, so, I mean, I guess it's one of those areas, but, but listen, if the NFL is trying to, to eliminate these hits, then, then you got to be able to, 
that's got to be a review from the booth. Not even give the coaches. You got to review I it. I mean, look at look at what concussion may do to your championship game if Patrick Mahomes can't play next week. Right. Exactly. And you look at one thing you got to do is you, you got to tip your hat to to to, to Chad Henney. I mean, this guy came in, man, stand up guy. I mean, that run. Oh my goodness, that was what they were fourteen yards back. Fourteen yards he ran, got all the way, and and what in my opinion. And he did get the first down, okay? The spot was not good, okay? But this is the other part of it. Didn't matter, okay? Because on the next ensuing play, Henny comes up and goes, yeah, okay. And they, 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 man, the scheme by, by, by Reed, oh, phenomenal. Phenomenal scheme. He brings them up to the line. They fake like they're going to try to draw them off sides. And then they're thinking, okay, if they run a play, they're probably going to run it. They don't, okay? All of a sudden, and he goes back, throws a short dump pass to the running back. Running back catches it, and what does he do? Just sit down because he knows they're running out of time. And guess what? Brown's got no timeouts. Beautiful execution by Reed. Listen, I mean, all around, right? I mean, you give it to Henny. I mean, just coming in and just, you know, I mean, that's what you dream of is being in those positions. And he comes in and to do that. And, and on that fourth down play, man, I thought I was watching the game. I thought Tony Romo's mind was going to blow up on, <laughs> on screen. I mean, he was losing his mind after they not only you're right. Not only didn't run it on fourth and one, mm-hmm. they threw a little, you know, wide receiver screen out to the right to Tyreek Hill to, to get the first down for fourth and one. He gets four yards and has to sit down. Was that, was that Tyreek Hill? Was that the I believe was that? it was. I believe it was number 10. Was it uh was it Tyreek? It may have been. I thought no, it was, it was running back. No, I, I believe it was Tyreek Hill. Okay. Um, right. hey, you know, the only reason why I'm pretty sure is because dude was bodied up and, and Tyreek Hill's bodied up. Um, he's, I mean, he's got muscles on muscles. So yeah. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure it wasn't, but uh, it, regardless, uh, Andy Reid, I mean, that's one of those plays where you're looking at him like you're going, that man's a genius. And if that does not work and you go on to lose that game, that man's a dud. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? He's He's got a Super Bowl ring on his finger. Mm-hmm. Big Red's going to do Big Red things. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to, Big Red. You had brought that out. You know, it's interesting, too, because uh, it was interesting that Henny has – he has this, uh, this thing, hashtag Henny thing is possible. I like I mean, that. <laughs> I, I love that, man. I love the underdog I love story. Yeah. I love the Gardner yeah. Minshew stories. I yeah, you yeah. gotta love that as a as as a you know just a sports fan. That's yeah. that's why you love the sport. Yeah. So we're gonna switch gears, and we're gonna talk about the Golden State Warriors. Um, really not in a good spot right now. Um, they were in the top ten last week, but they dropped after they lost their last game. So now they're like thirteenth in the league. Um, uh, that's their ranking. They are, they actually, if the playoffs started today, they would actually be in, in the eighth spot. But the problem is there's a three-way tie for the eighth spot right now. Um, and they got, they got the bruising Lakers tonight. I don't see them getting by them. I don't, I don't see that happening. If, if, if that happens, guess what? That'll be a surprise of the month. Well, listen, uh, they've had rest. Uh, they're coming off a rest. Uh, they've had multiple days off in a row. Um, Draymond has did not play well last game. 
Uh, I, I honestly think, I think if, you know, we're going to see, we're going to see a Warriors team tonight with heart. I know the game's just tipped off, um, but I, I really think we're going to see a team with heart. Um, but it, to, to really make any noise, I mean, the, the Lakers are favored by eight and a half. So, so you think about it, you got to find eight and a half extra points to really make any noise. Uh, you're going to need a good performance by your, by your big players. Uh, so you're going to need to have a good game from Seth, a good game from Andrew Wiggins, but you're going to need your role players. Ubre is going to have to start hitting the shots uh, that are there for him. Um, and you're going to have to get some contribution from the bench, which they have been getting. Uh, the last two games they had against Indy and, and Denver um, are two great teams, two playoff teams. I think we need to just slow down with where we are in the standings. Um, and and I, as I said earlier to you, Richard, I think mark this date, uh, January 18th, give them two months. In two months, we're going to see a completely different Golden State Warriors team. And we're going to see a Warriors team that's going to be up there in the middle of the pack as far as the rankings. Well, I've also said too, and I think you and I have talked about this before. I have said that one of the things I think that's hurting Golden State right now, they haven't had a normal season. And don't get me wrong, that's nothing special for them because we look at the league, nobody in the NBA has had a, had a regular season this year because of COVID. But I'm saying they never had a chance. They never had. Uh, they never had practice. They never had, you know, uh, the ability to play together, to get to know each other. Uh, they've had no time to mature. And I think you're right. I think with a couple of months underneath their belt, yeah, they should at some point start to figure out. Okay, look, I know where Draymond's going to go. Uh, Ubre's got to know. Hey, you know what? This is this is the shot I can make. Um, and and all those those tangibles that teams have to figure out. They have to put together. Uh, as as time inside the season goes by. Um, I think the other things that they have to also figure out is that it's important for them to be consistent no matter what happens because they can go out and, and, and do all the things they're supposed to do and all of a sudden one of them gets, gets, gets tested positive for COVID. And all of a sudden that person, the key person who they need, all of a sudden he's not there. So they have to put that into consideration as well. This is why being consistent every night is so important for all of them, okay? Because if one person goes down, next man up. Absolutely, and 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 it's I mean it's sad, but but we we are in a, a day and age of COVID, and we are in a day and age of of these athletes playing sports during COVID, and and I heard it best when I listened to uh, the LA Rams coach say it say it to his players uh, on on Hard Knocks, and he said he said listen. The team that wins it this year, the team that gets the furthest in the playoffs and the Super Bowls is going to be the team that's most successful against COVID. And that's, I think, going to be the same thing in the NBA this year. Um, and, you know, the Warriors are going to have to be ready for that if it does hit, um, you know, because they're going to need the whole team collectively gelling, you know, playing together on defense playing together, rotating on defense. Cause right now they're a little late on some of their defensive assignments and rotations. Um, so that, and that stuff's going to come. Well, I, I will say this much too, though. A lot of it has to do with not just them being able to play together as a team and then mature and gel. There's also, you have to look at mentally, are they maturing? Because we've seen what happens when individuals all of a sudden Forget about the idea that, number one, they're on a team. They're playing on a professional team. They're getting paid millions of dollars to do this, and they go off and do their own thing. We saw just, just a couple of days ago, uh, Kyrie Irving got fined $50,000 because, 
you know, he went off and did his own thing. And it's like, okay. And he also lost four, four paychecks, four days of, of pay that he didn't get. Okay. Cause he went off and did his own thing and felt like, you know, I'm Kyrie Irving. I can do what I want. It's like, well, no, you can't. Okay. And it's like, well, why not? Well, because you signed a contract. Okay. And, and when you did that, those are actually they're detrimental to the team, not just you. Okay. And that's the reason why I think that as, 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 as time goes on, these guys that think like this, really, really, where they're going to be in the scheme of time as far as the season goes, it, it will it will reveal itself, because you can't you cannot constantly do things like this and think, oh well, you know what, the, the team is, I'll be all right. I said, well, no, they're going to look at that. They're going to look at it and say, you know what, you you starting to become a blemish. You know what I mean? And and, and you starting to affect this team's ability to do what it's supposed to do. It's true, you're a star player, and yes, we need you, and there's no question of your ability. But your head, where's your head at? Okay, your head ain't right. So that that becomes an issue. I think this is this is going on not just with Kyrie. You had other guys in the league do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I think that if we're talking the Golden State Warriors, I mean, I think they have a great group of leaders in that team that that are going, hey man, if we want to play and we want to be competitive, you know, we got to follow these protocols. We got to do these. We got to take these steps. You know, and and they're being the leaders to the team. Not only are they saying it. But they're out there actively doing it, hopefully. Um, you, you know, if you're talking about <laughs> what's going on in Brooklyn, yo, I, I, that's Kyrie. That's I mean, that's that's you, you're basically saying to your team, like, yo, what I want to do is more important than playing basketball and winning basketball games. Maybe that's a detriment to, to the NBA seasons too long. Maybe these guys don't care about regular season games. These beginning of the season games are throwaways. I don't know. But, um, you know, I, you know, I, I have a, I have a full-time job and I try to take all the precautions I can so I can go to work and provide for my family right. and, and be there for my team at work. Right. Um, and, and, you know, these guys, yeah, they're making millions of dollars to play a game, to play a sport, but you know what? be responsible enough to, to do what you're supposed to do so that you can be there on the court for your team. You said it last week, if you're not there on the field playing, playing, what good are you? Yeah. doesn't matter what kind of talent or skills or whatever you have. That's right. And when I'm, when I'm out there, um, you know, coaching these young kids in new sports, that's what I'm telling them. I don't care how good you are. I want effort. I want you to be there for your team. This is a team sport. Um, well, so, now, that, now that you think about the, the team that's not on the court, okay, Kyrie Irving is a great basketball player. We all know that. We also know he contributes well to his team. We also know what he can do as far as talent's concerned. But to, to go to an event like that, I mean, he was seen not wearing any masks. So my whole deal is this. You have to think about how, you know, this could affect, you know, your own family. It's like all of a sudden you get COVID, you go home, and all of a sudden, guess what? Now you got to be quarantined. There's also a chance that you could touch something, pick up some, you know, talk to somebody, and all of a sudden one of your family members got COVID. And see, once again, that's the irresponsibility I'm talking about. Um, I just feel like at the end of the day, I, I think, and I'm not going to say that, you know, he's young because Kyrie's not young in the league anymore. He's not. He's been there a little while now. In other words, you should, you of all people should know that, hey, you're an example. People look up to you because you've been in the league as long as you have. You've won championships. Your skill set is, is, is in the top five. It's like the younger guys come in the league, they look at you, they see what you do. So if they see that you do, they think, well, you know what? It probably ain't no big deal. I can go get Kyrie one hung out. I can go hang out. 
Now all of a sudden, guess what? You got everybody affected. Exactly, exactly. And then and then you know, then you get that crowd that says, just just shut up and dribble. You know, I, I don't need your opinions. I don't need this. And and you know, Kyrie does something like that. That that is like, yo, be the example. Be the example not only for your teammates, but be example for those young kids that are looking up to you because you are an incredibly talented and gifted basketball player. You know, be the example for them, for them and their communities. Um, you know, I, I, I just, I, not to mention, you know, you're losing millions of dollars a game. I know you don't care about it because it's money, but I can't miss work. I need, I need to work because I need to provide for my family. But uh, it just it's 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 irresponsible. I don't have all the details. I don't know his situation, but um, if you want to be a leader, uh, I think you need to not only talk and talk like a leader, but you need to also act like one as well. Yeah. So we got a few minutes left here. We gotta we gotta go back and look at you know Salah's gone. Okay, Mike Michael Floor is left. He's no longer the offensive coordinator for for the 49ers. They did some, some promotions today and you still got to figure in the back of your mind that this team next season is going to be a different team. It's not going to be the same. Guys are going to be gone. Sherman's going to be gone. Sherman's not going to come back. That's not going to happen. Um, I also found out it looks like Akella Witherspoon is gone over to the Jets. I believe that's what he's doing um, because he, he went with Salah, I believe. Um, but I mean, that right there shows that this is not going to be the same team. And the biggest question is coming up right now. And you and I talked about this earlier today is whether or not they should resign Trent Williams. Um, I think that the, the, the plus sign about next year is you're going to have a lot more healthy bodies next year. That's going to be the plus sign. And then there's also the other question of whether or not the Niners should really, really seriously consider trading to get Deshaun Watson. Now, you had talked to me earlier today about what some of the guys, some of somebody put it out there, oh, would you trade Deshaun Watson for uh, Nick Bosa? And we both agreed that's the stupidest idea anybody's ever come up with. Because if you trade away the core of your defense, guess what? You have no way of stopping teams from scoring against you, which means if you have no team, if you have no way of stopping teams from scoring against you, that means you have to score more points than everybody else. That's the only way you're going to make it throughout the rest of the season. And right now, this offense is not ready to score more points than everybody else. It's not, okay? And it's not because their offense is not in sync because they don't have the right personnel in sync right now, okay? Garoppolo will be back next year, okay? But there's always that question mark with, with Garoppolo. And I think that's the reason why they should they should go ahead and, and trade for Deshaun Watson, just not give up Bosa. If I was if I was Mitch, I would come at him and say, look, we'll give you Garoppolo, and we'll give you a couple of picks and some cash to watch. That's the angle I would take. You can absolutely, positively, you cannot trade Nick Bosa. I mean, last year during during the Niners' run, during the end of the season push, the Super Bowl run, the only I mean, we talked about you know Kyle Shanahan and his genius and the play calling and the 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 play calling, the motions, everything. We talked about that. But I mean, the defense, it was the defense 
that held it down for that team. It was the defense that was disgustingly scary. And it's all because of one man. I'm sorry. I know this is a team sport, but it's because of Nick Bosa. He made that D line better. He made the linebackers better. He made the defensive backs that much better. Do not trade Nick Bosa, but get Deshaun Watson. Find another way. Matt, I hate to cut you off, man. We're about ready to close, but I forgot the most important thing. We got to pay bills. The NFL season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals, the team players, coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to Bet Online AG today and take advantage of all of the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's Bet Online AG. Sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And that is it. We are done. Nice to have you in with us. Nice to have your game face on, Matt. We got to definitely going to do this again. And as I said before, I am Richard DeRazor Ewing. He's Matt the Wise Man. And this is game face. You can come and put your feet up. But when you do, you better have your game face on. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.